Welcome to the Foolish Adventure Show, where guru hype is banned, lifetime value of a customer is king, and the internet business has replaced the J-O-B as the path to financial success and personal freedom. Now, here's straight talk about making a living online with your host, Tim Conley. Welcome to another episode of the Foolish Adventure Show. I'm your host, Tim Conley, and I've got my special guest, Dan Andrews from the Lifestyle Business Podcast. Yo, what's up, Dan? What's up, Tim? How are you doing today? I am uh, doing great. I mean, uh, what we've spent uh, is almost the last two hours talking to each other before we hit record. <laughs> Yeah, I hope, I hope I hope no like sort of conversation fatigue. Uh, are, are you? By the way, we haven't even talked. You're back in Arizona now, right? Yeah, you yeah, back. Made the trip back. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was it got an a few extra days of vacation due to the Hurricane Irene that had kicked off uh, up there in, uh, at Southern Vermont. So I couldn't fly out and got to stick around for Vermont a few more days and. And so now I've been back here for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, cranking out some stuff for uh, for the show. Cool, man. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about, oh gosh, how would we sum up what we're talking about? Uh, for, uh, for those listening, uh, Dan and I have been talking for the last couple of hours and we were talking about uh, f- uh, a lot of bloggers getting, getting a, advice that uh, sounds good on the surface but isn't what's actually going to make them successful. And yeah. And so uh so what would we call that kind of advice? Uh, beyond just bad advice cuz uh, it's so subtle you can't really tell that you're getting bad advice. Well, you said one thing that I thought was really interesting which is don't do what the blogger says to do, do what they're doing. So if a successful blogger, I often say it's like the difference between um the the the, the tactics that are correlated with their success versus the ones that caused it. So a lot of times if you ask somebody, hey, Tim Conley, what made you successful, man? You might give me some reasons that you that are correlated with your success. Like, well, I was consistent on my blog, for example. I was consistent every week. That's what made me successful. But a lot of times people are just wrong. Like they're right. wrong about the reasons that made them successful. Like there are a lot of bloggers who are consistent, but they're not successful. So that couldn't be the core reason that you were successful, or it might just be a contributing factor. So that's kind of, does that sort of sum up the basic idea? Yeah. Uh, one, one of the things that I'm, I'm seeing in kind of the, li- the lifestyle design world, and, uh, and, and it really, I, I think it's more, more pervasive than, than that, in, in the blogging world specifically, is this idea of, uh, you know, using social media because you're trying to engage with people, and and if you do things that uh, that actually benefit you monetarily, you're uh, you suck. Uh, you know that that's that's essentially the advice that they're giving. You know, don't don't do pop ups, don't do this, don't do that because those things hurt uh, hurt your reputation with people, and uh, whether or not they actually do hurt your reputation. You know that has not been proven yet by by the people s- uh, stating these things, nor yeah. uh, uh, you know, nor has it been disproven. It's just this idea out there because p- certain people don't like certain things, therefore they want to see them go away. Not not uh, and and so that that might be okay. Like yeah, it'd be great if pop ups were gone. You know, uh, well, but 
but if the if it's effective and it and it works for your business then maybe it's something you should test well you know i, I think maybe the, the what we're trying to talk about here is how how difficult it can be to take advice from people and process advice from people you know everybody in the blogosphere seems to be in the business of giving advice nowadays <laughs> or you know, or sort of saying the way that they think people should run their blogs or run their online businesses and you know one of the things i think that's useful is to really focus in on the people that are where you want to be and to try to pick apart the reasons that you think they're successful and i think a lot of times you you have to trust yourself because like we said about earlier, I might not be the best person to tell you exactly what made up my success, but if you get to know me, you know, you read my blog and listen to my stuff, you can start to maybe piece it together for yourself. You can see what I'm doing. You right. know, you can, you know I, I looked at Tim, like when, you know, I listened to a Foolish Adventure for, uh, you know, 20, 30 episodes before I ever contacted you and said, hey, can we talk a little bit more and started to, you know, this is a guy I want to be like. So, how can I start to act a little bit more like him? Um, because, you know, if you just follow, a, a lot of people are, here's another way to put it. A lot of people are trying to learn how to make online businesses from advice bloggers that haven't yet built an online successful business. I noticed a lot of this because everybody's just giving advice posts because that's what everybody says is if you want to be a successful blogger, you have to do how-to posts. So right. everybody now is making how-to posts even though they haven't even done the thing that they're talking about in the first place. Right, right. Uh, it's, that, it's that concept of, okay, here, here's the things that uh, people like about blogs and so therefore you should do them on all blogs. Uh, and, yes. And no one has actually said, okay – what made that truly successful? There's this guy, J.A. Conrath. He's a, an author, uh, a fiction author, but he's got a great uh, blog about, uh, about writing, digital publishing. And it's, it's all from uh, a fiction author's perspective. But one of the things that he said is that uh, selling a book is an un, um, unreproducible experiment. You know, you... Uh, you sell a book and all the conditions that went into that book cannot be replicated into another book because right. the, the content's different, the author's different, the timing's different, and uh, uh, how much money was put into one, you know, because one book gets a lot of advertising dollars and it's successful. So the next book gets a lot of advertising dollars and it bombs. And yes. it's like, okay, so what was the factor? It, it, wasn't the advertising dollars was it you know and and but the thing is is it, it may have been the advertising dollars for that book that that took it uh, you know to bestseller status but it can't and, be re yes. uh, reproduced for this other author you know i think that's the most unnerving thing for um, people like us that are trying to help other people be successful or achieve the kinds of success that they want and it can be unnerving for people that are just getting started and they're looking out at this like big confusing world and they just want some answers. And unfortunately, the, the real answer seems to be that, and what I'm hearing from that anecdote is success is singular. And it's very difficult to recreate the conditions for success and to, um, and that's another thing actually, it's, it's sort of, it's, it, it does make sense to approach it as a habit. Like you have to get success habits and mindsets and that's why we focus so much on mindset because um, you never know when the conditions are going to create that perfect cocktail for that big win. 
right? So it's a matter of just setting up your situation every single day so that you're more likely to sort of stumble onto that situation. But I wanted to ask you something specific, Tim, um, that could be useful to me because I see, uh, you know, different bloggers, internet marketers doing different things on the internet like Pat Flynn and you who I admire both. One uses pop-ups and one doesn't. And currently I have not installed pop-ups on my sites because I'm lazy. So I was wondering, <laughs> do you think it would be, a, I mean, who should be installing pop-ups? Do you think it's, it's a benefit? And do you think that there's any potential downside for someone like me or yourself having pop-ups on their sites? It- it comes down to your business goals. Uh, so, uh, so I, my, my, the, the best advice I can give is the test. Uh, and it's, and, and it's the advice I give to all my members. Uh, they, they ask me, Oh, what should I do? Well, here's the, here's some things that have worked for these clients of mine. These things have worked for these people. Um, so what you need to do is find out if it's going to work for you, because I don't know that it will. There's a high probability that it will, but you need to test it. So now that I've right. got my now that I've got my uh, disclaimer out of the way, <laughs> okay. Beyond testing, so there with with say a pop up. The reason I have it on there is that I've tested it, and and it gets four times more uh, opt ins. Uh, to my uh, to my email list than an in-post uh, opt-in and significantly more than in a sidebar opt-in uh, to the point where there is no longer a sidebar opt-in on Foolish, uh, Foolish Adventure huh. um, because it's essentially worthless. Um, uh, so you- let, me, let me ask you this. Um, speak, oh, by the way, speaking of marketing principles, I've heard this one a lot for teachers. You teach them the why in your free content and then you teach them the how in your paid content. Well, I'm going to screw your whole marketing plan up right now because I want to know how. Let's say I've got these two blogs. I want to run an experiment. Walk me through how I could do that in terms of like what software do I need? What's the best way to execute this kind of test? <laughs> Three steps. I'm going to hit you uh, with, some, uh, with some tough stuff. Uh, you know, we've been spending two hours talking philosophy, and now you're like, "Oh, now switch uh, switch sides of your brain." Uh, I just want—I figure while we're on the air, I can get free stuff out of you. That's why. <laughs> um, you know, the Izzy is uh, Izzy, the the former co-host of the Foolish Adventure Show. Uh, he did that. You know, he would get tons of tons of uh, consulting out of me. So, <laughs> so uh, with, with testing, like what what I do is. Uh, it, it's just simple, a, a simple A-B testing. Okay, if you don't know what A-B testing is, then it's not so simple. Uh, right. uh, doing A-B split testing is is what I do. So, uh, you know, I start off with one aspect, and all I want to do is test it. And uh, so, for a long time, we had just a sidebar opt-in, and right. and I wanted to see what would happen. And and it the conversion rates were exactly what I thought they sucked so so we put up without changing really the the content of of the opt-in we put up a an a pop-up and essentially saying hey get free uh, updates of when the show comes out 
Right. Uh, what a horrible offer, right? Uh, it's not that compelling. Like, you, you don't even get anything extra, right, except an email. <laughs> you, could, you could just click on RSS and, right. and you would get free updates of when, when the show came out. Well, so, you know what? I bet most people that follow your show don't follow via RSS. Uh, well, maybe podcasting is different, right, because they're going to the iTunes store. Uh, yeah, uh, so iTunes is a is a huge part of the show, but for a lot of the other stuff, the, a lot of the other content that I put out, the, uh, we have we have essentially the show has half of the people that are on email are on. We have another another half that are on RSS, and okay. and I'm not sure you know how many of the RSS are from the same people on the email list. Um, but well, speaking of updates and insider show stuff, I mean, I as a listener to the show, I didn't even know that you guys launched the university. Yeah, uh, you guys are totally totally subtle about your your marketing. I, you didn't even mention it because uh, I wasn't signed up for free updates. Right, right. If if you weren't on the email list, you didn't get marketed to. Right. Uh, you did not, uh, and and we actually have a lot of people who jump on, and someone accidentally forwarded. Uh, over to us, uh, Izzy and myself, when we were doing that launch of Foolish University, uh, uh, to someone else saying, "You should follow. You should get on their list to see how they're marketing." Wow! You know, so, to me, the, I think about that as like the testament to the power of email lists, because you know, if you're just relying on your your RSS content to get people to take action, um, you got an incredible response to the Foolish launch. And you didn't even mention it on your primary marketing material. It's incredible to me. So do you recommend that? I mean, I'm more curious now. Do you use like pop-up domination or do you like how in terms of software, if I want to go put this on my site tomorrow, how do I do that? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say what I use, but I'm not going to, uh, it's not what I recommend. I, I am using pop-up domination currently on Foolish Adventure at the time of this recording, but I do not recommend it. Interesting. Um, Why I, I did at first uh, uh, to a lot of people like, hey, check this out, uh, mostly because it was better than just using AWeber's uh, Lightbox. Um, but what I would recommend is that you spend a few bucks and get somebody to design you a decent opt-in, uh, uh, opt-in thing for AWeber's Lightbox. Okay. And and just and just make use and just make use of their stuff. Uh, the problem is is just that there's uh, currently still some uh, bugs and and just lack of functionality from pop-up domination, but it does right. work and it's fast. If if you just want to get something up and it and you want it to look really good, do so, you know, put uh, put it up there. But uh, a good portion of my audience and this is one of the things that they hate about me using pop-up domination is that it sucks on mobile it, it takes up the entire yeah. screen and they can't get to the x to get out of it making it completely unusable for them uh right. so so that's that's a problem um so i i would love a something like pop-up domination that worked on all browsers and especially mobile uh, where it would resize itself down uh, down to a mobile's uh, uh, a mobile uh, size, you know, for smartphones. Right. So so I use that, but I uh, at at this time I can't really recommend it. Uh, uh, you know, get somebody to give you a really good design, a beautiful design that you can use for the AWeber uh, Lightbox. And right. so so the other aspect of that is is I'm using AWeber, and so I look at my. 
I look at my list. I create a uh, an ad code in Aweber so that I know where the opt-in came from. So I can. Uh, so currently, I have one list that has the ad, uh, on my main list. I have an ad code for pop-up domination, and I just call it Pop Dom. And, and so I can, as soon as it comes in, I can see that Pop Dom got, uh, you know, got one more little check mark as to how many people came in. And then my in post is, is listed as that in post. And, and I, I used to have one that was uh, for sidebar. Um, so, so wherever you put this ad, uh, then, and, and I should probably have one that's, uh, change it to, uh, in post where it's actually inside the post versus right. end post because I'm technically using it at the end of the post. Um, right. So so that that's uh, that would be another factor I would need to test. What if I what if I split my what if I split my if I had a long post what if I split it with by sticking my own ad inside my post would that right. would that get more opt ins or not or or would people send me emails and say stop doing that um, <laughs> and and I, and I get I get those and and I take them into consideration as to how I do my business whereas like the people who say don't use don't use pop-ups at all on your on your site because it's going to you know hurt your reputation or whatever well maybe maybe you you push away a certain segment of your of your list or audience and they don't get on your list because they're not they, they they get upset about a pop-up. Well, I I don't know that I would want somebody who would get upset over a pop-up as a, a long-term customer of mine because uh, with business, there's always problems. You you can't get away from problems. We're, we're human. We all screw up. So if somebody right. gets mad at me for uh, something like that, they they may get even more mad when I send them a, a sales message that about something that they've already expressed interest in. Right. You know, I, I don't I don't like to pitch people things that that they don't want. You know, I, I only try to uh, put out messages that that people have already expressed an interest in. And if they and if they get mad off of that, well, then I say, you know, please go away. And, and I don't right. mean that in an arrogant fashion. It's just that uh, I'm not the right person for you. Uh, you need to go learn from someone else because I can't fulfill what you're looking for. Right. And, you know, it's, it's about making assumptions about your audience when you don't need to. So if I were to tie all this together, so we got like a great piece of technical advice on how to run these experiments, which is something that I guess I got to get off my butt and go do um, to see how my audience reacts to that and to see if it's useful to them. I mean, you know, like engaging uh you make assumptions about your audience like, oh, if I mention the Foolish University launch on the show too much, maybe my audience will be angry. I don't know if you made that assumption, but here I'm angry that you didn't tell me about it. Right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, the, the, so the reasoning behind that, why it wasn't done on the show, was uh, very, essentially very strategic. And, and even this is kind of like a meta discussion of, of Foolish University uh, it, is that – the show, foolish, the foolish adventure show, is a free show. Um, 
uh, Izzy and I, when we started it uh, over a year ago, we said, you know, this is this is going to be a free show. As long as we do this show, it's going to be free. Uh, maybe maybe we come out with ads in the show, like get sponsors or something, or maybe we tell you to right. go buy an affiliate product or something. But we're not we're not doing the show to pitch. We have our own businesses. We make our we make money outside of teaching people how to make money. So uh, so we're not uh, we're doing this because we sit around for hours talking about this stuff, anyways. You know, like you and I, before we ever hit record, we spent two hours talking about business uh, because we love this stuff. It was awesome. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it was good. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So so we love this stuff. And and uh, Izzy convinced me that it would be a great idea if I shared what I knew about business and and especially Internet marketing to to as many people as we possibly could and we said it's going to be free so in that we didn't want to make our show into a pitch fest because if you if you look at a lot of the internet marketing uh, podcasts uh, those that still exist uh, you know they've come and gone over the years Uh, those that still exist a lot of them have become pitch fests uh, yes. uh, they do a show just so they can sell you something, and and that's not what this is about. The uh, foolish adventure show is kind of foolish. I'm I'm not doing the show to sell you something, right? Uh, but I do have stuff to sell if you wish to have it. But to get that, you need to get on the list. Clever. So let me tie this thing together. Don't listen to what we're saying. Watch what we're doing and try to take elements from it and experiment with them in your business. So let me tell you one way that I use to sort of, it's about like doing espionage, right? Like, or you wanna really observe the people that are successful and say, what is that guy doing that's sort of setting him apart? So I have a tool that I will put up on your blog for this post that you can go to and type in people's domains and you can see what other domains that they own. And that's a useful tool to sort of seeing the mindset of people that are running successful online businesses. It's like, well, I've heard about him on this podcast or whatever. What other sites is he running? That's that's pretty cool. That's just one way. And so when you go to the blog post, uh, what episode are we on right now, Tim? Uh, This is FA uh, 068. Oh, gosh, I'm not sure when this one comes out. When this one will come out, we may actually be at... uh, Episode seventy. Uh, wow. So uh, I, I'm not sure. It, you're, uh, this one is falling in between, say, sixty-eight and seventy. I think. <laughs> so I've got a couple espionage tools that I'll email over to you, Tim, and, and just go to the Foolish Adventure blog. Check out those tips so that you can start to uh, observe more in depth what you know these successful online business entrepreneurs are doing. And while you're there, get on the Foolish Adventure list. Yeah, How about that? yeah. Uh, that's, See what that's I did there? Pitch. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love the pitch, uh, and and that was one of the things that I, I thought about starting this talk off was is that uh, uh, for and and I'm going to say this to the people listening: if you're already in business, uh, this is not uh, advice for beginners. You you need to be somebody who's at least cranking out some work. And go join Dan's Dynamite Circle. Um, some really high-level discussions going on there. Uh, I like going in there because I get schooled. Uh, it's like I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been doing this for thirteen plus years, 
and and I go in there and and I'm like, wow, I, I did not I did not know that. And and so when I can get uh, intellectually get kicked in the ass, um, I, I I enjoy that. Yeah, it's cool. And, and and I think we're in the same kind of field is that, you know, we're not these like high pressure trying to take advantage of people or anything. I think the one thing that I loved about Foolish Adventure is is that I know that you guys are in it for the love. Like you enjoy doing this stuff. You enjoy running and growing businesses and being around other people. Um, you know, when we talk to each other, we're really trying to help each other grow. And to me, that's, you know, that's how I resonate. And there's a whole other group of people that they just want to take the red pill or whatever and, and get, you know, force fed exactly how to do things. And they, they don't mind high pressure tactics or whatever. But I think that Foolish Adventure attracts the kind of people that they want to be part of the discussion. So uh, cheers for doing that. Yeah. Well, All right. Thank, thank I think you. we've had a long enough episode, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any final closing thoughts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're you're closing the show for me. Um, I, again, I really we really want to stress the the idea that a lot of the advice out there is correlation and not causation. It, uh, what the person is saying is not necessarily what's making them a success. So watch exactly. what they do. Uh, so, uh, so the simple advice, do what they do, not what they say. And that includes Dan. That includes me. <laughs> that includes anyone else out there. Watch what we do and then go test it because we want to make sure it works for you. And you don't just take it. Uh, uh, you just don't take it at face value. You know, you go out there, test everything that you see us do. Absolutely. I'm into that, man. All I'm right. Do that now with the pop-ups. So uh, I think this has been a great discussion. And until the next time, enjoy your foolish adventure. You've just listened to the Foolish Adventure Show with Tim Conley. To get more straight talk about making money online and building a successful internet business, go to foolishadventure.com. There, you can opt into the Freedom File newsletter. You'll also get access to the Foolish Guide to Launching Products video training module, over an hour and 20 minutes of business building knowledge that can generate tens of thousands of dollars for your new product. Enjoy your foolish adventure.